Event may be too intense for young children, and it's not recommended for children under the age of 13. No costumes or costume masks allowed. Discover Universal presents Halloween Horror Nights Haunted Tales, an anthology series exploring the stories behind Halloween Horror Nights' chilling original creations. An eager young musician bears witness to the mysterious rise and sinister demise of a blues legend in this original haunted house at Universal Orlando's Halloween Horror Nights 2023. Here is The Darkest Deal. So, what'll it be, Pine Straw? Pine Straw hesitated, head hung low, then muttered back to Willie under weary breath. The usual. Bourbon. Neat. Willie gazed at Pine Straw pensively while concocting him a stiff pour. <laughs> I see you got another case of the blues, said Willie as he slid the glass over next to Pine Straw's guitar, which lay lifelessly atop the bar. The Mississippi Delta was a hotbed for creative innovation. It was also the birthplace of the musical phenomenon we know and love as the blues. Every juke joint along the Delta was a breeding ground for starving artists bold enough to chase their dreams through the strums of their guitars. One of those brave souls was Pine Straw Spruce. Pine Straw had an undying love for music. Hell, he learned rhythm and tempo before he learned to walk. Once he found the blues and his guitar found him, he found his purpose. Or so he thought. You see, Pine Straw could play a mighty fine tune, but he was missing that one thing that could take his career to the next level. He was missing it. City to city, gig to gig, he would try his damnness to catch fire and forge his path to greatness, but he struggled to stay afloat in the deep waters of the Delta. Despite his shortcomings and his mother's apprehension, Pine Straw pushed forward in hopes of catching a big break. The hunger and drive that once permeated his soul, however, were quickly fading. I'm tired, Willie. Real tired. Tired of my music falling on deaf ears. Not sure how much more I have to give. Replied Pine Straw with a raspy voice. Been around the Delta many years, Pine Straw. I've heard that a time or two from many different bluesmen. You know, no one said that... That finding your footing in the music industry was easy? Yeah. Well, I've heard that a time or two. It's a winding road to fortune and fame. Young cats like you want prosperity fall right in your lap like a gift from the heavens. Takes time. All time's gotten me is a headlining gig at Bubs, playing to ghosts and shadows. I need a big break, Willie. Now. Willie set his cleaning rag down and looked Pine Straw dead in the eyes. If patience is a virtue for the common man, then impatience is a crippling blow to the soul of a young bluesman. Trust me. A brief bout of silence was broken by the eerie creaking of the surrounding floorboards. It was after hours at Bub's Lounge, and the rundown juke joint was a ghost town save for a few stragglers. Willie pointed to a wall behind Pine Straw. You know, Pine Straw, you remind me of a fellow I met in my travels as a young man. You ever wonder who that guitar hanging above the stage used to belong to? Pine Straw peeked over his shoulder at the dust-covered instrument. A young Cuban musician by the name of Roberto Fuentes, known around the Delta as El Brujo, the Wizard, a nickname he earned because of the magical way he would strum that very guitar with the tip of his switchblade. He too was lost. Boy, did he find his way. Never heard of him, said Pine Straw as he took a long swig of his cocktail. <laughs> He's become a mostly unspoken myth, whisper in the wind, urban legend, if you will. Here, take a look. Willie pulled a crumpled old flyer out of his wallet and handed it to Pine Straw. 
Dead center on the front of it was a portrait of a charismatic young man, mid-strum of his eclectic purple guitar, Roberto El Brujo. What's his story? Pinestraw inquired with newly developed interest. An inspiring one that ultimately took a dark turn. You see, Roberto was discovered by the godfather of blues himself, W.C. Handy, during his trip to Cuba many years ago. Handy thought Roberto's habanero-infused style of guitar play could really break ground. He urged the young man to bring his Latin influence to the States, and five years later, he did just that. He was a maverick with a burning desire to bask in the limelight, a desire that would prove to be his eventual demise. Pinestraw perked up on his bar stool. What went wrong? Style didn't stick? Oh, it stuck all right. At first. But the talent pool in the Delta was deep, and the novelty of his guitar play soon began to wear. One night, however, Roberto stormed into this very juke joint with a new glow in his eyes. He was inspired. His presence was magnetic. He had it. He took the stage, whipped out a switchblade, and played the best bit of blues this joint's ever heard. The break he so feverishly desired was now at his fingertips, as was the attention of the entire Mississippi Delta. Everything I've ever wanted, said Pinestraw in a stupor. But just as he began to reap the benefits of his newly acquired fame, things took an odd turn for the young man. Roberto became plagued by extreme paranoia and nightmarish hallucinations. Claimed he was being watched, hunted, preyed upon by malevolent unseen forces down every desolate alleyway and around every dark corner, stalked by ghosts, by shadows. Pinestraw took another long swig of his cocktail. It all came to a head on a night he was scheduled to headline a sold-out show at the Barrel House. Biggest night of his life, and there he stood. Center of the stage, a clammy mess, his eyes a pale white, gawking at the audience in pure terror while muttering something under his breath. He stormed off the stage and bolted through the front door, leaving his beloved guitar behind. That was the last time anyone ever saw Roberto El Brujo. Alive, that is. Uh, alive? Well, his corpse was found the next morning down by a ditch near Tutwiler Railway Station. Tragedy. Oh man, Willie. Dark turn indeed. What do you think happened? Well, <clears throat> most folks say he lost his mind. Fell victim to the pressures of the life he so adamantly longed for. Others believe something more sinister was afoot. That a dark deal Roberto struck with a vengeful entity is to blame for his demise. An entity dead set on receiving the debt that it was owed and a deal that would give Roberto everything he dreamed of for the price of his soul. Pinestraw stared a hole through the bottom of his now-emptied glass. Yeah, well, I'm leaning towards the former, said Pinestraw. Not everyone's cut out for this sort of thing. Happens all the time. That isn't me. I'm destined for greatness, Willie. Willie placed his palms on the bar counter and inched closer to Pinestraw. Listen, destiny is a matter of choice. Now, Roberto made his. And you've got to search within you and determine what truly matters most in your quest for what you think matters most. It's not that deep for me, Willie. I just want the bright lights. The brightest lights are the ones that will consume you. 
Pinestraw returned the flyer to Willie, unraveled from his bourbon-induced cocoon, and tossed his guitar over his shoulder. It's about time I get going. Storm's picking up, and it's a long way home from here. Well, I'd wash up a bit if I were you. You reek of indecision and regret. This broke a half-smile out of Pinestraw as he walked away. The joint's restroom was a filthy mess, barely held together like the folks that would frequent it. The overhead lights were faulty and buzzed in unintentional harmony. Standing at the sink, Pinestraw took a long, hard look at himself in the mirror, barely able to recognize the man that was staring back. He cupped a bit of water into his hands and splashed it onto his face in an effort to regain some energy for his long trek home. Just then, the restroom lights cut out, leaving Pinestraw in a pool of darkness. He wiped his face with the sleeve of his coat, then shouted, Willie, that you? I'm still in here. The eerie silence within the restroom was broken by a sound that would send chills down every inch of Pinestraw's body. The flip of a switchblade. In the reflection through the shrouded abyss, Pinestraw could make out a pair of beady white eyes hovering directly behind him, their pupils dilated to an inhuman extreme. Pinestraw froze, panic-stricken and unable to speak. The longer he stared at the pair of eyes, the more the rest of its ghostly visage could be made out. It was the silhouette of a man, body stiffened, also stuck in a paralysis-like state. He tried desperately to open his mouth but couldn't, making a spine-chilling sound of desperation as he did. A gasp for air and for life, but amplified by the second. The man slowly raised his bony, corpse-like finger and pointed it right at Pinestraw's reflection. It was as if he had a foreboding message to deliver to Pinestraw, but couldn't. The man drew closer, and his appearance became more familiar to Pinestraw with every inch. It was Roberto el Brujo. Unlike his portrait on that old flyer, he appeared lifeless, soulless, undead. Pinestraw's heart rate increased as the moment grew more tense. Just then, the restroom lights flickered back on. The ghastly entity was no longer in the reflection. Pinestraw broke out of his state of shock and took a moment to catch his breath. He swung open the doors to each stall but found no one hiding within them. Surely it was the bourbon triggering drunken hallucinations or a spiraling sense of imagination. He washed his face once more before exiting the restroom. Jeez, Willie, what are you putting in those glasses of bourbon these days? Would you finally fix the lights in there? Said Pinestraw as he trotted towards the front door. Willie chuckled to himself while wiping a glass with his overused rag. Have a good night, Pinestraw. I'll, uh, I'll see you around the way. The midnight sky was brighter than usual despite the blanket of clouds that forewarned of the incoming storm. A cool breeze whistled past Pinestraw as he made his way down the joint's gravel lot. That's when something caught his eye. Or someone. Standing at the center of the lot, back to Pinestraw, was a slim, lanky figure with a rather peculiar silhouette. He donned a red and black pinstripe suit and clutched firmly onto a dazzling gold cane in his right hand while taking a long drag of a cigarette in his left. Pinestraw Spruce. You're quite the buzz, sir, said the man with bravado and a charismatic flair. Pinestraw stopped in his tracks to address the mysterious man. Sorry, do I know you? You don't. I'm mostly playing the shadows, as all successful agents do. Spotlights for my clients. The man spun around to look Pinestraw in the eyes. His face had a beaming ear-to-ear grin and pointed, exaggerated features, like a demon incarnate. His presence, however, was infectious, entrancing, overwhelming. Pinestraw responded through a fit of intimidation. Listen, sir, not sure what you're getting to here, but I've had quite the night and I'm looking to... Quite the night indeed. 
I heard you in there. The way you tame that guitar of yours is something to be admired, Mr. Spruce. I see untapped potential in you. I didn't see you in there. A soft chuckle from the man. <laughs> like I said, a play in the shadows. Something about this entire ordeal made Pinestraw feel uneasy, but he couldn't seem to break away from the man's magnetic pull. I understand what you're going through, Mr. Spruce. Feeling like your life's purpose is wasting away. All the talent in the world, just no eyes and ears to bestow it upon. You don't need advice or guidance from old heads. What you need is... A big break, muttered Pinestraw. The man responded through a baleful yet satisfied grin. Now we're talking. Representation from me can help bridge that gap. Achieve the unachievable. Mr. Spruce, to put it in not-so-humble terms, I can change your life, make you the star that you're destined to be. That is, should you confide in what I have to offer. Pinestraw, taken aback, loosened his posture, feeling a sense of comfortability through the promises that were made. It's a bit late at night for me to be talking business with a stranger. I'll tell you this. Down by the railroad tracks just north of Tutwiler is where I like to conduct my business. Less noise. Keeps away the nosy folks looking to leech off my benevolent ways. Meet me there at sundown tomorrow. I'll be waiting in the shadows with a lucrative contract curated just for you. The man inched closer. Should you sign on the dotted line, fame and fortune will be yours. He said with a deeper, more sinister tone to his entrancing voice. Pinestraw's eyes widened. The man extended him his hand. So, what'll it be, Pine Straw? Without hesitation, with conviction, standing firmly on his feet, Pine Straw shook that man's hand with newfound energy in his soul. I'll be there. Good Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. Pine Straw found his big break. <laughs>